Good morning, it's January 12th, and this is To My Liberal Friends. Well, Joe Biden's running for re-election, and he's facing a lot of problems and appears to be an uphill climb. His polling numbers remain in the tank, hovering at or below 40%, depending on the poll you read. He is banking on some of the troubling issues turning around and the public embracing his Bidenomics idea. So far, the public's not warming to the task. Yesterday, he got some more troubling news. December Consumer Price Index showed prices ticked up slightly at 0.3% over last month, an increase from the 2% seen in November. Prices rose 3.4% over the prior year, an increase from 3.1% seen the month prior. Yes, that means inflation's going up. Core inflation, where the volatile food and energy prices are removed, came in at 3.9%, and that was slightly higher than economists projected. And that's not a good sign, as Biden hopes the Fed will eventually start lowering interest rates. This is important because the housing industry is going to continue to languish so long as buyers stay out of the market. Homeowners who have a low mortgage on their current home are not going to be anxious to sell their home when the new mortgage will be twice the interest rate, which, by the way, means the house payment will be close to double on the same amount. And that means there's a short supply and housing prices continue to increase. It is a double-edged sword, and neither side bodes well for the Biden campaign. The one area that consumers notice the most food Prices increased by 2.7 year-over-year, and that was on top of the massive increase the year before. Egg prices alone jumped 8.9% in the month of December. People continue to have sticker shock when shopping for groceries, and they're not happy. Then Biden had the second shoe drop, and it was not good news either. The U.S. federal government posted a December deficit of $129 billion, up $44 billion, or 52%, from a year earlier, as outlays rose while receipts fell, from December 22 levels that were swelled by pandemic-deferred tax payments. The U.S. Treasury reported this on Thursday. This means the cost of servicing that debt continues to skyrocket. Public debt interest costs for December rose to $119 billion, up 11%, or $12 billion from December 2022, due to the higher debt levels and the higher weighted average interest rates of 3.1%. This rate was three-quarters of a point higher than a year earlier. And if you think those numbers are an aberration, then look at the first quarter numbers for the fiscal year as provided by the Treasury Department. The latest report shows the deficits for those three months to be over $500 billion. That means the Treasury Department, Biden's Treasury Department, is projecting another $2 trillion being added to the national debt. So much for fiscal responsibility. Remember in October of 22, Joe Biden said, and I quote him, We the Democrats are the ones that are fiscally responsible. Let's get that straight now. End quote. Well, this leads more doubts about Biden being able to win in November. His Democratic base is unenthusiastic about his chances, and 75% of Americans are seriously concerned that his age may affect his mental and physical confidence. He has been reduced to attacking his likely opponent, Donald Trump, in all his speeches. In a speech at Valley Forge last week, he mentioned Trump no fewer than 44 times. Quote, today we're here to answer the most important of questions. Is democracy still America's sacred cause? It's the most urgent question of our time, and it's what the 2024 election is all about. And they went on, Donald Trump's campaign is about him, not America, not you, end quote. Well, the same can be said of Joe Biden's own campaign. Biden does not have a record that that is resonating with the American public. He claims that the race between him and himself and Donald Trump is about democracy, And yet his allies in the Democratic Party are doing all they can to keep Trump from even being on the ballot so he won't have to face him in November. 
Well, in my opinion, they'd be doing Republicans a huge favor if that were to occur for some legal reason, because I think a younger, more vibrant Republican like Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis would easily defeat Biden because the anti-Trump vote would disappear. And Biden fails miserably when he has to defend his own record. And all this has led to many Democrats quietly hoping that Biden will somehow drop out of the race. Some are even voicing their concerns. Last Saturday, the Washington Post reported that Barack Obama grew animated in a conversation with Biden when voicing his concerns about the Biden campaign during a recent Obama visit to the White House. To be sure, this is a sensitive topic for Democrats. Whether out of respect for Biden or hoping to avoid being seen as ageist, party leaders have circled the wagons around the president, pushing back against warnings by prominent de Democrats like Dave Axelrod that due to concerns over Biden's age, he has no more than a 50-50 shot in 24. Now, it's easy to understand Axelrod's pessimism. Biden's approval numbers continue to decline, and he trails his likely 24 opponent, former President Donald Trump, in five of six battleground states, and that's according to New York Times. Moreover, the same poll shows Biden losing all six swing states, Nevada, Georgia, Arizona, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, to a potential GOP challenger, Nikki Haley, and losing by double digits to a generic Republican candidate. That's not good news for Biden. But Joe Biden has not shown any indication that he will be bowing out. Knowing Joe Biden as I did while I worked in Washington, I suspect his ego will not let him drop out. Joe has always had a chip on his shoulder, viewed himself as the underdog and someone that has not garnered the respect that he feels he deserves. It would take something momentous at this point to have him drop out of the race. We've already seen multiple filing deadlines come and go, and by a month from now, just about all of them will pass. For Biden to get out after that would throw the Democratic Party into major turmoil as there'd be a major food fight to gain the momentum nomination. With Trump leading the Republican race, it sure looks like a rematch of 2020. And once again, it might be voters voting against one candidate more than they're voting for the other. Which party controls that process the best will end up the winner. It's been to my liberal friends. Thanks for listening.